Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. As you know, if you've been watching uh, global news, you've been paying attention to what's been going on in this country, and we all have, in Coots, Alberta, which is a really peaceful village. I believe they have five stop signs and, uh, and, and one school bus, which sounds like an idyllic way to live. Well, it's been a little bit unusual in Coots since last Saturday as a trucker convoy stopped traffic going from Alberta into the United States and uh, conversely coming back from the United States into Canada. The mayor of uh, Coots, Alberta, joins us, Mayor Jim Willett. Mr. Mayor, how are you? I'm fine. That's the question I get more often than you'd really believe, but uh, I'm doing good. Oh, good. And how's your community? Well, we're surviving. It's uh, like most small communities, uh, quiet most of the time, and it's been an adjustment. But uh, after, uh, what is this, uh, day eight, after that many days, things have settled down. Uh, It's not nearly as uh, hectic and uh, noisy and and what have you as it was a week ago. So what what was the biggest challenge that you faced as a community over the last eight or nine days? What, uh, what was the biggest the biggest challenge that you had to deal with? <laughs> there's, there's two ways I could take that. I could go personally or I could go uh, on behalf of the village. <laughs> Any way you uh, want, or, Mr. Mayor. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with the village. Um, the, the, the challenge here is that uh, it's, this is a very polarizing event. And I think the biggest challenge is that we've got people on, you know how everything happens now, you have to be on a side. And so people have gone one way, people have gone the other. It's split up friendships. Uh, I don't know of any marriages yet, but uh, we're a lot of old people here, so hey, <laughs> it could happen. But uh, it's uh, it's been a, a, a pulling at the fabric of the community, I guess. And uh, I, I know that I've lost a lot of... Uh, Support. I didn't have that much to begin with, but uh, a lot of people don't agree with my attitude. Can you expand on that a little bit? Because I, I know that uh, I mean, I assume there were issues with the with the with the truck drivers and uh, with people with farm equipment and the and the police. But uh, how does that impact? Uh, how does that reflect on you? What have you done to upset people? Okay, Roy. Uh, I found it out about the. Uh, uh, convoy coming this direction the actually about two days before it it happened and uh, we had a uh, an organizer phone here to the village and say that uh, it was coming but they would not block the entrances to the village and that their intent was to do a slow roll in both directions go through the border cause a cause a lot of disruption but not uh, stop traffic not do anything illegal and uh, so I put out a note to the population and posted on Facebook saying this is going to be happening. There's going to be uh, things happening that you're not used to seeing. For the next few days, pretend you live in the big city. Uh, lock your doors and uh, you're out buildings. Don't leave the keys in the car for the neighbor. The kind of thing that you take for granted in a small village that's isolated Suddenly, it's, we're going to be have an influx of people. You'll see strangers walking up and down the streets, and you'll see strange vehicles in the streets. It's all 
well and good. The organizers uh, assure us that it's going to be good, but you, you, ne- you, nobody can vouch for everybody in the group. So just, just um, a message to be cautious uh, and to let people know what they're going to be seeing. And uh, for some reason, because I didn't just come out and say, hey, the protest is coming, let's meet them all with open arms, uh, it became a, uh, I'm against the convoy, I, I'm a terrible person. The uh, message that I put out in the, in the mailboxes for the people on Friday uh, was called Propaganda. Uh, you know, it, it just it went absolutely ballistically stupid, and uh, that that was the first uh, <laughs> the first thing. And then as as time has gone on, we'll uh, we're still uh, working to to try yeah, this and is, some fences. But to, this is so true, and this points to the uh, the challenges in all of our communities. I said earlier to uh, one of our hosts in Toronto. That people have lost, or they've, they've really reached the margins of their willingness to debate or to accept a different idea than the one that they are espousing, and that just tells us how fatigued we are. Mr. Mayor, what about uh, now? What about today versus, uh, you said things have eased a little bit. How, how much, how are things different today to what they were last Saturday? Okay, last Saturday you had uh, the initial burst of energy, everybody's going to, you know, taking up the cause, we're going to show the man type of thing. Uh, uh, and uh, a lot of enthusiasm, you know, people driving around with their flags and their signs and so on. Uh, the actual group that showed up because of the way that the protest was thrown together, you didn't have a real leadership uh, chain at all. Uh, there were, I don't know, call it a thousand people, and you probably had 500 bosses. So, that kind of thing doesn't work for too long without there being bumps in the road. Uh, today, uh, the uh, I, I was just up uh, this morning with my uh, MP, and uh, we met briefly with the guys again. There is some organization now. Uh, cooler heads have prevailed. Uh, they realize that uh, they're not going to be able to continue to break the law without some things happening. So they started to make some concessions. There, there's not a bad guy up here that I've met. I mean, they're, they're, this is rural Alberta, and the people that showed up for the original protest are all neighbors. You know, you, you go out here and uh, see three houses, and two of them are going to be at the protest. So you can't... Uh, Expect it to be treated like a a riot in the city. Let's say so. It, it's changed. It's changed. It, it is now. Uh, they've settled down. They've got uh, traffic flowing both north and south a little bit. Uh, there's a big uh, monster rally and uh, blockade by the RCMP actually up at Milk River to allow only commercial traffic and locals through as much as possible. So that slows traffic down, and then you get down here, and you've you've got trucks blocking all but one lane, so it's slow again. But it's uh, the uh, I guess the best uh, example of what what's going on. I, I go back to uh, in another lifetime. I was a steelworker steward in northern uh, northern Manitoba at uh, Inco, and we go on strike and uh, go on a wildcat strike. And everybody was out there waving their flags, stomping their feet and saying, yeah, we're going to show the man, you know, and this is really something. 
And then after three, five days of that, uh, you begin to lose a lot of enthusiasm. The guys with the real cause were still there, and the other people would come and go, but they weren't sure why they were there. So it's it's really the same thing. Anytime you get a, a, a crowd energized and you get something happening like this, well, that seems to be the pattern. If you want to hear more, Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.